Welcome to Minority Landlords Podcast, your manual to financial freedom. Are you looking to escape the nine to five rat race? Do you want to earn passive income while building generational wealth for you and your family and don't know how to get started? Well, you're at the right place. Here at Minority Landlords, we're here to help educate minorities about real estate investing. And now your host, Pepe Amoti. Hey, everyone, it's host Pepe with a new episode of Minority Landlords Podcast. I'm just so psyched for today's episode because I will be talking about what y'all should keep in mind when choosing a property management company or a manager to work with. For y'all that would like to scale your real estate operation, trust me, when I say this, having a great property manager is the most crucial aspect of this business. Property managers can either make or break your business so if you are not careful, they're, they're literally the backbone of real estate investing for those that want to scale from just a mom and dad operation perspectives. And if you're not careful, it can actually be pretty bad having a bad property manager. So I figured you all should know some pointers that have helped me so far since I've used several property managers. But before we dive into this episode, I would like to say this episode is brought to you by Pathfinder. Again, Pathfinder is a revolutionary mobile app designed to streamline the rental application process for both landlords and prospective tenants. Using cutting-edge technology, Pathfinder matches landlords and their properties with possible renters. Like the dating app Tinder, the matching process is based on information provided by both the parties and thus can help both landlords and prospective renters save a lot of money, time, and reduce the frustration that we all feel when dealing with the tenant selection process. Again, Pathfinder helps match your landlord with exactly the kind of tenant that you want. And it also helps match the tenants with exactly the kind of properties that they qualify for based on whatever information that they provided. So go out there and check out Pathfinder.io for more information. Now back to the to property managers. Like I said, property managers are the backbone of a real estate business that is hoping to scale. So it's very, very crucial in real estate investing to have a great, reliable, and a property manager that actually really understands the business. And I'd like to give you all some tips on how to choose a, a great, not just a good, but a great property manager. And before you even start looking, make sure number one make sure that you look at managers in your neck of the wood don't go out there looking far away no right make sure that they are located right there wherever your investment is i would highly recommend you to find a property manager that are in your town and not several towns over folks trust me i've been there reason is then it will be easier for the managers and the manage or the management company to give your property enough attention. Also, it will be cheaper because there's, there'll be a high chance you won't have to to be charged huge or any trip charges at all. Those trip charges that the property managers charge can end up adding up, especially right now with the high gas cost and whatnot. All these getting factored in, it's really hard. It will be very hard if your property manager is very far from your property. The second tip I'll give you all is research and see what people have said out there 
about the property manager or that particular management company. There's a lot of ways you can find that information. Just Google that person's name or that company and you find Google reviews and all different kind of reviews that you, you find out there. My tip on this, as bad as it sounds, if you read reviews from past tenants, I wouldn't really take it too serious because they might be salty over being evicted or something that's happened that were actually their fault, hence why they would, they are leaving a bad review. So I would focus more on reviews from property owners because those are more likely to be valid and accurate. The third tip I'll give you is call and interview as many companies or managers as possible. Don't just go with the first one you find online. No, no, no. Oh, whomever they recommended you. No, don't do that. Call and interview as many places and folks as you can. Recently, I needed a change in management and I interviewed more than 12 different companies before I decided on one. So the more folks you interview, the more broad range of rates, fees and whatnot you are able to collect and then you can actually decide on who you more you like more from a financial perspective and from just an overall good owner manager relationship often when you interview them the good ones you can just kind of feel can have that sense that they are there to they'll be there to work with you and help you and they care about and care about your property whereas some you talk to them even on the phone they're still just cold or they just seem as if sketchy-ish, they're not really sure about what you're doing. So you can tell a lot. So I would highly recommend that you pick up a phone and interview them through a phone or I ask them to schedule an appointment so you can interview them and I'll just say you want to chat with them because <laughs> in case interviewing sounds awful. But or have a Zoom with them so that you really understand their process and all that. You may be asking yourself, Pepe, what are some questions to ask the property managers when on a call with them or on a Zoom with them? Number one, ask for their backgrounds managing rental properties. You need to know the entire background, know how long they've been doing this or how long they've been in this business for. Know how many units they manage. That That's really important, knowing the amount of units they manage because that can be good and bad at the same time. If they have tons of units, they might not give your your property as much attention. But at the same time, if they have many units, it can be a sign that they are trusted in that community and have enough resources and contacts in that particular community. There's a chance that they might actually be cheaper than most other small property management companies. Number two, ask them how long it takes them to fill a vacant unit. There's managers that it takes them months filling a unit, which is ridiculous. So make sure you know that info so you can assess how good they are at turning over a property. You can also go on their website and see how long they've been advertising particular units for. That can also give you an idea if you don't really trust what they're telling you. The third question to ask them is make sure you ask them about their fee structure. That's important. Ask them to send you their management agreement. They, most of them will do that or they have it on their website. Make sure you check that. Go through their management agreement line by line so that you can look it through and compare it with other companies that you reach out to. The first thing I'll do is to make sure you ask them about their process of dealing with maintenance, dealing with late rents, dealing with evictions and turnovers, etc., so that you have a bigger picture of how they deal with this difficult situation and how serious they are when, come, when it comes to dealing with those issues. I've had managers that don't serve a notice to quit until a month after a tenant is late on their rent, which is ridiculous. Whereas I have some that 
literally after the third they already post a notice to vacate on tenants door so make sure you understand their process before you get into a contract with them and then start getting frustrated because you're trying to figure out how to answer all these questions that you have in your head it's better to get them out of the way before you get into a contract with them i can't emphasize that enough the fifth thing is like ask them to send you their lease so like you can review and see if there's anything that you disagree with. That's very important because the lease can tell you a lot about how they handle their business. The sixth question is to make sure that you understand how communication will work between you and that property manager or property management company. There are managers that suck at communicating, which can be very frustrating. And there are those that over communicate to the point that you feel as if you are still overly involved and are actively self-managing the property yourself. So make sure you know what you want and pick whoever their communication method sounds the best for you and your needs. So make sure that you understand how the communication works between the owner and the property management company. The seventh is make sure you understand and potentially negotiate how you want maintenance to be played out. An example would be whether you want them to notify you and get your permission before they move ahead with any every maintenance issue or if you want them to reach out to you for your permission only if it's X amount of money plus. There's been a lot of issues with owners in this area so make sure that you understand this from day one so that you don't end up getting a big bill that you're like so surprised because you are never talked about this. A lot of property managers don't have those kind of communications with folks. So it's up to you as the owner, it's up to you to, as an investor to really step up and be upfront with them. It's up to you to still have your eyes and ears and nose at your property. Some people have this whole thing of just leaving it with a property management company or the property manager to do whatever and just trust them. Yes, it's, you can trust them, but still, you still have to be involved somehow. You still have to keep your eyes out there because trust me, nobody will care for your investment as much as you do. All right, nobody, nobody will care for your property. Nobody will care for your investment more than you will do. So make sure that even if you have the property managers, overseeing the entire day-to-day -day operation, you still need to be involved somehow. If you see some sort of fixes that they're trying to do that you don't agree with, don't. Don't do it. Or try to negotiate it. Try to see, oh, is this necessary? doesn't matter even if it's even if it's a couple hundred dollars charge or invoice. You have to make sure that you're involved somehow because if you just leave it, there's a high chance that you might end up getting frustrated later and it won't be good at the end. The eighth thing is to understand how they determine the rental rate and if they get your opinion on potential applicants before they are placing your units and whatnot. All those are great questions to ask in order for you to be able to assess and determine whether or not that particular company is the right fit for you. All right, folks, now it's time for our weekly mortgage market recap. For the week ending in 8-18-2022 last week, we saw a slight, just a slight drop in interest rates in comparison to the week prior to that ending on 8-11. That week of 8-11, the 30-year average rate was at 5.22%, whereas for the last week ending with 8-18, the interest rate was at 5.13. Again, it's still high, 
up there it's still high it's been fluctuating not by much and whatnot inflation the good thing is inflation has started cooling off a little bit which is pretty great right so that's a good news there and the number of properties being sold actually is very low right now since there's still uncertainty for the buyers right so i bet these are one of more of the reasons why inflation is cooling down a lot because buyers are like nope we're not gonna do this so in spite of a slight decrease in home prices i don't think the current prices justify the current rate hence is what i think is driving buyers to put brakes on purchasing at this time Right, folks that's all i have for you all please share this episode and leave us a review on itunes so that we can reach as many people as possible all right folks thanks a lot and until next time stay hungry thank you for listening to minority landlords podcast please like and subscribe and leave us a rating on itunes so that we can reach as many people as possible we will appreciate it if you tell your friends and family too about the podcast Also visit us at MinorityLandlords.com.